You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. It's time to talk about the Green Bay Packers. This is your Packers Update, the Daily Cheese, brought to you by Packernet.com, powered by Overtime Media. The Daily Cheese is a collaboration with the Packernet Podcast, hosted by Ryan Schlipp, the Pack Daddy, and I am your host, J.J. Leahy. Starting with the obvious big news, Al Lazard is officially out. He's going to miss between four to six weeks. Turns out he was actually in surgery when I was recording my last episode. Also at the same time, the Packers signed wide receiver Jawan Winfrey to the practice squad. A 2019 sixth-round pick by the Denver Broncos, he played in three games last year and recorded zero stats. In addition to the other new addition, wide receiver Caleb Scott, there are four wide receivers on the practice squad, the other two being, obviously, Reggie Begleton and Robert Foster from the Bills. The Packers have not yet moved Alan Lazard to injured reserve, although you have to expect them to do that before this week's game. But you know who was put on IR? Mike Daniels. Now a Cincinnati Bengal, Daniels has now spent two years on IR since leaving the Packers. He started a total of only four games since the Packers cut him, as angry as everyone was at the time, including myself. It's clear that Brian Gutekunst made the right decision and didn't get burned by it. In the last two years since leaving the Packers, he's recorded a total of one sack, two tackles for loss, another QB hit, and a total of 12 tackles, for which the Lions paid him over $8 million, and the Bengals paid just under $1.5 million. As bad as our defensive line has looked over the last year and a half, at least we didn't pay $9.5 million for no production at all from Mike Daniels. So, good on general manager Brian Gutekunst. Looking at players who are on our roster, Devontae Adams and Kenny Clark are both questionable for this week's game. Both players were limited in practice Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. At the time of this recording, there are about 50 hours left until game time. Matt LaFleur said a decision would be made at the last possible minute. Rashawn Gary, Corey Lindsley, and punter J.K. Scott did not participate in practice new today. Of those three, only Rashawn Gary had been limited on Thursday or Friday. So Lindsley and Scott's absence is news. We do know that J.K. Scott is out with an illness rather than an injury. Same goes for Jordan Love. For the Falcons, both Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley are both questionable for Monday's game. Now, Atlanta might have one of the worst defenses in the entire league, but their offense is no joke. 
missing Ridley or Jones could be huge in the Packers' favor. Falcons kicker Young-Ho Koo has an injured groin. He's expected to miss this game. In his place, the Falcons have signed Elliot Fry, who spent last season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's also spent time with the Bears, Panthers, and Ravens. Elliot Fry played at South Carolina, where he hit about 70% of his kicks. Now for some more serious news on our injury report. Jair Alexander did not participate. He was full participation Thursday and Friday. He's listed as questionable with an old injury to his hand and a new injury to his knee. This and the aforementioned injury to Corey Lindsley, who did not practice, are probably the most concerning injuries on this report. Corey Lindsley, through the first three weeks of the season, has graded out as the number one center in all of football. Finally, I want to play a clip for you from Mike Pettin, our defensive coordinator. This has been quoted a lot all over social media, and it's kind of taken out of context, so I want to let Mike Pettin give the full context of his statement. Because standing alone, it is kind of bizarre. And that is that Oren Burks has been, quote, cross-training with the outside linebackers as opposed to the inside linebackers. Now, the first thought is, well, we don't even have an inside linebacker, and it's clearly a position that Mike Pettin devalues. But here's what Pettin actually said at the time. Did you see something there where he could maybe help you? Yeah, I mean, he played a lot of it in uh, in college and had a little bit of a knack for rushing the passer. And, you know, this is a guy, he's one of our core teamers and, and has a skill set, can do some things. And when we saw that that he wasn't taking a lot of reps inside, uh, we always like to cross-trainer guys to add depth. You know, and he, he brings some things to that room that could help us from a, from a pass rush standpoint, a drop standpoint. He's cross-trained with the uh, outside linebackers. Actually, he's probably spending more time there than, than he is with the, uh, with the inside backers. As frustrated as I have been with Petten over the last few weeks, I did want to set the record straight here. And let me go ahead and read between the lines here a bit and add something that Mike Petten did not say. Burks was solidly in danger of being cut from the team. He's never done well as an inside linebacker until these last two weeks. It sounds like Petten and the coaching staff tried moving him around to see if he could succeed elsewhere, especially since, as Petten said, he had played outside linebacker a bit in college and done well. That does it for today. If you want to keep up with Packers news or chat football with me, follow me on Twitter at JJ Leahy, L-A-H-E-Y. For more in-depth analysis and a look at Packers strategy, make sure you're subscribed to the Packernet Podcast, hosted by the Pack Daddy, Ryan Schlipp. Keep up on all the Green Bay Packers news by going to Packernet.com and join the Packernet Podcast group on Facebook. My name is JJ Leahy, and this has been the Daily Cheese, your Green Bay Packers news update.